0: Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm just joking. I did not ever make a podcast. So um, yeah, this is very interesting. I don't know why I got this idea. Um, Well, to be honest with you, I never thought I'd ever make a fucking podcast. And uh, wait for keeping it PG, right? In the the first 30 seconds of the podcast. Basically, um, I decided to make a podcast Um, after I started to listen to a few because I realized that on YouTube, I have made a couple of videos of me just sitting in front of a camera and talking. And while editing is nice and fun, I am lazy and I procrastinate a lot. And then I was thinking about why not just make a podcast? It's just so simple. It's just my voice and talking to myself um, and it's like actually kind of weird, but <laughs> really interesting. But basically I had a dream last night that I made a podcast and I woke up and I was just like, today's the day that I'm going to be doing this because otherwise I will never do it. And it's really interesting because, um, I get anxious for no absolute reason And uh, that is actually ridiculous. Um, Maybe it's because I drink uh, almost a liter of coffee a day, which I shouldn't be doing, but I still do. But listen, it's my only vice. It's the only thing that I actually love. Like I've been like, hard at work here, you know, keeping them gains up. That's another thing I wanted to talk about. Very interesting fact. See, this is this podcast is just going to be, like, me talking and ranting, and I'm trying to keep a positive vibe here because I want people to be able to listen to this wherever they go. If you guys feel alone, if you guys feel like you need a friend to turn on the podcast and be like, okay, I could listen to her speak for God knows how long. <laughs> but basically... Um, Yeah, I uh, ended up joining TikTok during these hard times of quarantine, which I as well never thought that I would do because I have a love and hate for TikTok. The reason why I hate TikTok is because there's a bunch of bullies on the internet (laughs) then again um i'm on youtube and i just get constantly bullied on youtube for everything for no apparent reason which is the story of my life but i still keep posting and i don't give up because you know what that is what's going to get you the views that is what's gonna get you on top baby (laughs) but yeah um really interesting So I joined TikTok because my sister was like, you know what? You should just join TikTok. She's just like, make some dances. You dance. You have fun. It's going to be great. And I was just like, I don't know. I'm like, these dances are so cringy. And like, I'm 21. I don't look like I'm 21. I literally look like I am 17. And uh, my friend um, came over and we had a sleepover. Um, Listen, like, I've been quarantining Don't fucking get me, like, started on this stuff. I have been doing my best. I've been staying inside. I've been keeping healthy. I've been washing my hands. But she is my sister. She's, like, my sister. Like, I grew up with her. So she's going to still visit me. And, yes, so basically um, she came to see me. And we were bored. And we just decided, why not go on Omegle? 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 I don't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. And that was an interesting uh, situation why did we decide to do that? I don't know because, you know, uh, there's just a bunch of dudes showing us stuff that we don't want to see. And, uh, but the thing is, it's interesting because you do find some people that are genuinely interesting and that you can talk to. And you're like, wow, I actually have uh, the capability of making friends on here. <laughs> but yeah, um, we played this game where we asked people. So, how old do you think I am? Which is an awful game to play. So, um, most of them are children. So, like, some of them I find they can't tell the difference, really. But a lot of them that are the adults are like 17, 17. And I'm like, oh my lord, like, this is why. So, on TikTok, I've been posting some videos and I decided, I was just like, oh, by the way, if you guys hear a bunch of cars and things, this is gonna happen. There's trucks, everything. Um, it's not the most quietest room. I don't know why I decided to record, but here we are. This is what happens. Um, but yes, going back to the TikTok situation, I posted some TikToks that were a little bit of like a 19 and over Canada, a <laughs> 21 and over videos, basically just like me and my grandma drinking or stuff like that. And then I received that it was like copyright violation. And I was just like, what did I do that was a copyright violation here? And it's weird because literally um, all the other videos are fine. And there's a bunch of TikTokers. TikTokers. Yeah, I know it's weird to call them that. That also post videos of them drinking. And they they don't get taken down. And so I was just like, oh my God. They must think that I'm a child (laughs) underage drinking on the internet. And so... I had to update my bio and post 21 and um, make sure that my hashtags were appropriate, too. Like I really didn't think about that too much, but um, yeah, that's a thing. So here I'm going to be very real and honest with you guys and open, and I'm going to keep it the most blunt and uh, sassy, just as I am. but um and then on TikTok I have my PG videos <laughs> well it's not that PG as you can tell but yes um it's been interesting I blew up on there because I started posting zodiac sign videos like and I posted like kind of like um kind of like you know that that trend that's like I'm a savage. Yeah. Oh my god, don't get started on that. (laughs) But yeah, um I posted that video and I did like a Zodiac once instead. So I kind of like I'm a Gemini. Yeah. (laughs) And that boomed and I had no idea that it would boom that way. And it was just really weird. I don't know. But yeah, uh so that's my TikTok life right now. And so another thing I wanted to talk about is like The feeling of getting anxious for no absolute reason, like I was saying earlier. I get anxious with the most ridiculous things that you could possibly think of. I overthink everything. Like, I um, created a bunch of scenarios. I create scenarios when I'm about to tell someone something or when I um, need to uh, express myself in a certain way, I don't know, I don't know. I just create a bunch of scenarios in my head of what would happen if like the worst thing would go down, like what would their worst possible reaction be so that I could be able to react to that later. So I'm like a few steps ahead, you know? And my grandma and I, before quarantine, we were drinking together and we were sitting down And it was great. (laughs) Like, we were just, you know, having a great time. We had some nice seafood because we're fancy like that. And then we were having beer. Then we switched to whiskey after it was 9 o'clock. It was just great. And we were having a bunch of conversations and stuff. And I was telling her about how I overthink. And um, her reaction was just priceless. Like, I think it's one of those things that if I tell you guys – you guys will be like, okay, like, it's not that funny. But to me, like, it was hilarious. I don't know. She just looked at me like I was insane. And I realized that, yes, I am crazy. And uh, that's another thing, too. It's just, like, for me, when I meet people, I hate... um, Personally, I love people and I hate people. See, this is the thing. I have, like, these sides that I'm just like, yes and no. And so when I meet people... I love meeting people, but I also don't like meeting people because of the fact that I just do not know how to behave. I behave like myself. I just do my own things. I kind of just (laughs) be myself and see where it goes. And um, I see a lot of people, too, that... When they're like on first dates or when they're meeting people for the first time, they put up this wall. Or I even see my friends do this, honestly, guys, like not calling anyone out here. But I have seen some people change their voice, change the way they talk, change the way they do things in front of people. And um, then only people see like the real them later. People see the real me right away. And I don't give no bullshit excuse here. Like I want to be able to kind of be real and honest with people constantly, and uh, that's like my goal. I find that there has been a lot of times in the past that um, I think honesty is something that needs to to work, like to need needs to happen um, in order for people to be. I don't know, happy and comfortable and live anxiety free. And it's interesting that I'm saying this because, you know, I still live in anxiety sometimes, but I still realize that it's much better for my health, much better for my mental health to just be straight up and to be, um, you know, honest about what I actually think. And if I realize this too, Um, I realized this is last couple of years, probably like in 2018, 2018 was a huge year for me. Uh, we'll probably get that in another podcast because that one has a lot of spiritual, um, situations as well. So, with this podcast, guys, I'm letting you guys know that it's going to be all over. It's going to be everything. It's going to be about love. It's going to be about life. It's going to be about travel. So many things that I uh, want to talk about and uh, that I feel that some people would love to hear about. But who knows? Maybe that's just me. Maybe there's just going to be one viewer. Maybe there's just going to be three people that are listening to this podcast. We don't know. But yeah. With honesty. Let's go back to honesty. So um, about two months ago, I started reading this book called Bad Boyfriends. And um, I was living with one of my best friends at the time. And it was like right when quarantine started. And I was just like, oh, my God. So like, this was really interesting. It was just like the whole world was going through some stuff. And uh, everyone had just gotten out of a relationship, including myself. And um, I was just like, I wasn't necessarily a mess, I would say, but my mind was elsewhere. My, my mind wanted to create things. My mind wanted to find myself and where I am. And I found that during that time is when I was like, I am ready. I am going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to get my health back in, in track. Like, and um, I ended up reading this book And, uh, it's funny because during quarantine, I was like ready to get my life and my shit together. And then this happened and I had to stay inside. And I was just like, well, I guess I'm just going to get my life together inside. Um, so I kind of started to read. I started, um, like actively working out again, um, as some of you guys that listen, do know and some of you guys don't know. I have arthritis. So for me, I always need to be on top of things. I always need to be moving. I always need to be working. And um if I don't, uh my body ends up acting up and then my health concerns start coming back up. And um stress is a no-no for anyone. It's like honestly, I was thinking about this. I was like I literally have to be the most zen person on this earth. Because if I'm not, then everything starts going wrong with my body. And, uh, yeah, so basically that's what happened. Um, during the time when I was stressed, I started to realize, like, oh, my knees are hurting. Oh, this is acting up. So I need to start changing my life. I need to take that shit and turn it around. So, yeah. And uh, then my friend is just like, "This is book. Amazing. He was dating at the time. I was dating at the time. And then I was just like okay, I'm going to read this. This is really interesting. Basically, the book was about attachment types. And so attachment types are, long story short, when we're young, um, our parents influence us, as you guys know. And um, we develop certain attachment types that uh, form the way we behave and think um, and act on relationships. And so basically um, yeah, uh, this book gave me my own form of therapy, I found out things, I have been through so much, like, things that I couldn't explain, that after reading this book, just a bunch of light bulbs went up, things started to click, I was just like, oh my lord, this book is fucking amazing, like, literally, and I was starting to realize, like, not just myself and where I went wrong in certain relationships, but where people went wrong <laughs> or things that I couldn't explain about others. And that's the reason why my friend gave me this book is because um, I have been in certain situations, um, certain uh, dates, certain relationships, stuff like that where people constantly contradicted themselves. And um, I was just like, this is so interesting. Like, why is it that like, I just want a logical honest response, and these people are contradicting contradicting themselves, and uh, so, yeah, after that, I started being like, wow, this, this book is literally telling me everything straight up, and it made me um, see people at a different light in the sense where I think that my relationships with others have um, improved and um, also... Kind of, I did distance myself, literally socially, even on social media, from certain people, um, just because I was just realizing where I wanted to be in my life and who I wanted to be in my life, and um, basically, it was just really interesting. It was such a great experience. I don't know what else to say about that. Like, I have learned so much with that specific book. Also, another book. See, this is where it's going to start jumping around. There's a book called Why Men Love Bitches. So Why Men Love Bitches and Bad Boyfriends, best freaking book. So Bad Boyfriend says also how to, like, it's basically how to attract Mr. or Mrs. Right and how to avoid the wrong. And um, Why Men Love Bitches is mostly... Um, like, dedicated to females, and how some females are too clingy and uh, too on top of things, which they call doormat in the book, and then there are other ones that they call um, the bitch, which is not, like, what you guys think. It's basically um, the independent woman, the boss, you know, the girl that, like, stands her ground, that she has shit done, that she doesn't stop her life for a man, (laughs) Yeah, very interesting, but I love that book because it was really, it's, it's interesting to read, and um, sometimes, even if I don't agree with certain things, I still like reading them because I like to see other point of views, and I love reading about, like, psychology and uh, self-help and uh, sex and relationships, and um, it's just really fascinating. Oh, on this topic, I decided I'm going to be doing, in this podcast, um basically like fun facts. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this word right, but <laughs> really interesting. So it's a lockism, lockism. I think that's what it is. You know, that feeling <laughs> when you just have this impulse to jump in front of a car or something, you know, like get hit And it just like, yeah, basically, that's what the feeling is. I'm going to actually Google this right now because I didn't know that that was an actual thing. Like, I didn't know that that word was real. Let's see this right now. So it says here. Let's check this out. Lockyism is a feeling or emotion It is defined as a desire to be struck by disaster, to survive a plane crash, or to lose everything in a fire. (laughs) Like, don't you guys ever get that feeling? I don't know why I ended up just thinking about this, but um, I thought this would be a fun fact to have in here because there is that feeling that we have that sometimes we're just like walking down the street and we think like, oh, like something bad's gonna happen and you kind of want that to happen, but you don't want that to happen. I don't know. Maybe I'm just having too much caffeine and uh, yeah, who knows? But I thought that was a fun fact to share and a fun word because I like only heard of that word recently when I was watching this one video, and uh, I loved it. <laughs> I was like, "Wow! Like this, this is the word that I <laughs> needed." Okay, so another thing is um, social media. Social media, we guys, we do know that it's another thing that we love and we hate, and one thing that I cannot stand. Is when people are like, social media is toxic. Nobody should be on social media. It destroys you. Think about this. We choose what we want to see, who we follow, what we listen to, everything. We choose everything. So if anything is showing up that's toxic on your profile, you're the one that's choosing to see that in the first place. Like why see this is the word starting to rant. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Positive and negative guys. But yes, it's just like I don't understand that. Like I'm the one that chooses to see these things, you know? Like I have nothing that is of the news, nothing that is of politics, and nothing that is about COVID nineteen on my profile. Um, even though I know what's going on with the world, <clears throat> hold on a second, coffee break. <laughs> <clears throat> even though I know what's going on with the world, I still choose not to look at it too much because it just gives you unnecessary stress and anxiety in all this stuff. And uh, with the social media, just like, oh, this is toxic. It's toxic because you're seeing toxic people. You're watching toxic things. All of my social media stuff are completely positive. I have no negativity on there. <clears throat> And the negativity I do have is haters commenting on my profile that I end up being like, okay, whatever, that's fine. Um, But yeah, and then I've been seeing these memes all over the internet. Um, They're on TikTok, they're on Facebook, everywhere. And then they're just like, um, it's kind of like, I call this like the no-gain memes um, that everyone's making. They're like, why are people in quarantine striving? Like people are trying to get their health in check and they're, mental health in check and they're they're doing yoga and they're meditating and all this stuff and they're like why don't you be fat like the rest of us and eat and all this stuff and gain weight yeah it's funny i get it but honestly um i think that what's going on with this whole thing this whole thing that's going on in the world right now we all have different takes and inputs and um not every one of us have to be creative. Not every one of us has to exercise or to meditate or something like that. And I find that it's the perfect time, guys. It's the perfect time because also, we, you know, like I think it's, it's great for nature as well. As you guys can see, there's so many things that are coming back to nature now because we're inside. But what's amazing is that everyone is finding what they love, what inspires them. And, uh, that's one thing that I always tell people is boredom. Boredom is amazing. Boredom is great. While I do not like being bored myself, I also think about, I always try to look at the positive. My friends sometimes call me sunshine because I always try to look at the upside. I'm like, let's not be so negative. Let's look at the positive here. Even though I rant, I always end up on a positive note. And, um, basically boredom is very powerful. It's powerful for us because we need to know what we want to do with our lives. What makes us happy? And boredom is the only thing, it's the only emotion and feeling that um, is going to get us to do that. How the hell are we going to figure out what we want to do if we're constantly busy? And that's the thing with society as well, is that we're constantly working. We're constantly moving. We never stop. And people encourage this. They encourage us to, you always have to be working. You always have to be productive. And if you're a little bit lazy or if you try to relax your mind or yourself, some of us at least feel unworthy or feel like we're not doing something that we're supposed to be doing because we're relaxing, because we're taking care of ourselves. And I actually saw something on Facebook about that too, that they're like, my body is weak. It needs this time to recover. And that's what this quarantine is for and stuff like that. And I commented on it and I said, sensitive, not weak. I was like, and then my friend that commented on it, she posted it. um, She said, she's just like, wow, I really like that wording. And I'm like, yes, positivity, you know, like our bodies aren't weak. We can handle a lot. We can go through a lot, women and men. And... um, basically, I just find like it's certain words, you could turn certain words that are, are negative into positive um, things. And boredom. Yeah, it sucks when you're bored. It sucks when you don't know what you're going to be uh, doing and things like that. But it's still amazing because you find out after is isn't that a, just a great feeling, though? Think about it. It's a great feeling when you finally find something that you want to do. Even if it's just relax and watch a show. Maybe that's what your body needs. Maybe your body just needs to watch a movie or something. And I know that a lot of older people and stuff disagree with me with this. And they're like, oh, but TV is bad for you. Like, listen, yes, okay, I get it. But think about this too. TV is also great because we, even though sometimes we don't learn things, sometimes we learn things. Um, Sometimes it's for the art people spend time making these things, making these content, and we are honoring that by watching. Is it, just look at the positivity, guys. Like, I don't know. I just, I always try to look at the, the bright side of things, but I think boredom is healthy. Boredom is great, and um, since I've been really bored, I have done so many crazy things, and um, also, speaking of crazy things, Let's talk about the haircuts that are going on in quarantine right now. Have you guys seen how many people are, like, cutting their hair, uh, changing their hair, shaving their head? Um, and it's just, I love it. I love that power, you know? I, it's like a whole Britney Spears moment. <laughs> no, it's not just about insanity. Sometimes it's just about spontaneity. And, um, yeah, I just really like that vibe. And I think that um, now people are starting to realize what's good for them, what they want to do, what makes them happy. And uh, it's so it's so great. I think even for body positivity, it's just been amazing to kind of just (laughs) um, experience this time alone. Like I stare at myself in the mirror now and i'm just like um not that i haven't done that before i still like i did but not as much now it's just like sometimes when i'm bored i'm just like dancing in my room alone i'm staring at myself in the mirror and i'm looking at myself more and i'm just realizing wow like we don't see ourselves we don't look at us ourselves we don't pay attention to ourselves and um i don't know it's just fascinating to me all of these things but yes, let's uh, see what happens. Oh, also with the haircut situation, um, I, um, I'm going to do something myself that's quite drastic. But not that I haven't done drastic things before. Those of you guys who know me or follow me on social media know that I change my hair all the time. And um, some people message me. <laughs> they message me like, um, why did you do it? And they're like, can I just ask that question? And I'm like, why do you cut your hair? Why do you change your hair? And they're like, oh, yeah, true. Um, and it's just a reminder for us that, like, you know, do what you want to do. Like, what's what's stopping you? I don't know. There's so many things, guys, so many things to talk about. Um, even regarding travel. Travel is going to be a big one on this podcast because um, I started writing a book about travel, about solo travel in particular, and how I think it's um, amazing. And how I think that everyone has to have that experience in their lives. I personally, um, and I'm going to get this into, um, <laughs> and get into more of this in another podcast. Love getting lost in different countries. Oh my lord, the rush I get. <laughs> I don't know why. Um... I don't know. It's just it's such a fantastic experience. And it's just me telling you guys like all of this whole podcast like a like, fantastic experience. But seriously, it is. It's just like you learn so much about your patience. You learn so much about yourself. You um you end up go you having to go through uh your own personal meditation during these times because you're lost. You're in another country, honey. What are you gonna do? You know, like I have been lost where my phone was like 5% and uh, I was in the middle of nowhere. So what am I going to do then? <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you guys that story. That's a funny story. Um, it'll be our first travel story for here in our podcast. So I was in Brazil. Um, I had just left my uncle's place and my mom decided to send me to one of her friend's house um, And my mom hasn't seen this friend in, like, 25 years. My mom didn't go to Brazil in a while. And, well, in that part of Brazil, she has been going to the south side of Brazil um, for quite a while in a place called Santa Catarina. But, um, yeah, so she decided to send me to this friend's house in Rio. And I was just like, okay, I'll go. Why not? Adventure. And um, so I go, and um, I get on this bus... Really crazy thing. Let's just talk about what happens before I get on this bus. I see this huge soap opera, this telenovela, right in front of my eyes, literally, of, like, this woman screaming dramatically, I guess, at her husband or something. And um, her son wanted to leave with the husband. I don't know. Like, I was just watching this story, and I was just like, this is a soap opera right now. Like, this woman falls onto the floor dramatically. Like, literally, like, falls onto the floor like, nobody pushed her or anything. She just fell. The cops come and ask if she's okay. And she's screaming. Like, I'm like, whoa. Like, what? Am, where am I right now? <laughs> but, yeah. So, I get on this bus. And in Brazil, fun fact, another fun fact, um, is that you can show the bus driver where you want to be dropped off as long as it's on the way. So, they can drop you off in the middle of nowhere. They can drop you off somewhere that isn't a bus stop. And I was just like, oh, fantastic. So I um, showed the bus driver where this lady wanted me to go. So I give him basically the directions. And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know where that is. Okay. And I didn't know where that was. I was just kind of like going off things here. And uh, they didn't have chargers. They didn't, well, they, they didn't have like an outlet. I had a charger. Um, so what am I going to do? you know, I like I had my laptop, I had my things. Um, Most of my uh, things died. And I was on this bus thinking that it was going to be an hour to two hours ended up being four hours on this bus. And I was starting to get anxious again for no reason. Well, anxious with reason, I guess. (laughs) I'm literally in the middle of nowhere. And I'm going on a bus and it's not stopping. And I'm like, did this guy forget that I'm supposed to get off? Like, I'm freaking out. And, uh, basically, um, I finally arrive. It's probably like, I don't know, nine 9 o'clock at night. I get off and it's literally a scene out of like an indie movie or something. Um, he's just like, well, this is your stop. I get off. Um, this is all in Portuguese, by the way. And, um, literally all I see is there's dirt on the floor the is of dirt, and there is literally, like, those branches, like, rustling leaves, you hear the wind, it <laughs> and I was just, like, where am I right now, like, these old houses, and, um, yeah, and then, basically, um, <laughs> this, um, I call the lady, she doesn't respond to me, and I'm, like, what the hell, like, where am I right now, um, Basically, I try to call my mother and I'm like, "Where did you send me?" Oh my god, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, "She's not here." And then she's like, "I'm going to call her. Like stay on the phone. Like make sure." Like I'm like, "Well, I have only 1% of battery left on my phone." So, um, I hang up and I'm waiting for a response or something. My phone dies. And I'm like, "Fuck. What am I going to do now?" Like I'm in the middle of nowhere. She's not here. You know, I'm waiting there. I waited for 30 minutes, and this lady didn't show up. And this car pulls up slowly. Very ominous. And uh, it's this guy with a beer belly and a cowboy hat. Listening to this type of music that's like Um It's kind of like country music, uh, but it really isn't. It's weird. I don't know how to describe it. But um, he looks at me, and he's like, are you lost? And I'm like, haha, um, uh, no... And he's just like, would you like to get inside my car? And I'm like, no. (laughs) So I was just like, no, it's okay. And he's just like, I could bring you to the end of the road. And I'm like, the end of the road? I look ahead. There is nothing there, guys. There's literally nothing at the end of the road. So like, what is this guy talking about right now? I was just like, am I going to get kidnapped right now? Like, what's going to happen? So um, I'm freaking out because uh, my phone's dead. And he says, do you want to use my phone? And I'm like, "Uh, sure. Trying to remember a phone number. I don't know why I said sure. Maybe because I was panicking. My body was like shaking. My hands were shaking. So I take this guy's phone and I'm trying to think about um, the phone number. Trying to remember it off my noggin. And that doesn't work. How am I going to remember a phone number if my phone is dead? So I'm like, okay. Um, Don't know what to do at this point. So this guy looks at me and says are you trying to rob me? Well, this took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> I'm like, me? Like, literally, I looked like a child. I looked like I was probably, I don't know, 16, 17 or something. I had a shaved head, um, I had a small backpack. It's, I literally only brought a backpack. Like, I brought a carry-on for six months of travel. And I was just like, uh, I- excuse me? <laughs> so I give the guy his phone back, and um, he's like, you sure you're, you're – you're okay and i'm like yeah i'm fine you can leave ha 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 bye i was so like just weirded out i don't know so he leaves thank god i see this one lady walking towards me and she kind of seems a little bit sketchy not going to lie and um but i was thinking you know it's either the guy with the cowboy hat and beer belly or this lady And I'd rather go with the lady. I'm sorry, but sometimes guys are a little bit scary. And I'm small. I am 4'7". I am 71 pounds. Probably gained some weight over this quarantine. And I'm glad. (laughs) But yeah, uh, literally super tiny. And so I'd rather take my chances with the girl. So I walk up to her. And I'm freaking out. And I tell her, like, I need to charge my phone. Like, it died, and my mother is supposed to call me, and someone's supposed to pick me up. And then she says, okay, okay, okay. Calm down. I am poor, but I'm not going to hurt you. (laughs) And at this point, like, I'm just like, what? Like, out of all things, she needed to say, I'm not going to hurt you. Like, literally... Why did you have to say that last bit? Like, I mean, I understand. Maybe, like, some people are like, oh, well, maybe she just, like, since she looked sketchy, she, she gets that a lot or something. But it, it still is kind of creepy, you know, to be like, I'm poor, but I'm not going to hurt you, you know. I, I don't know. It was just weird to me. And I was just like, ha, 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 I guess I'll take my chances. So, um, ironically, she literally lived, like, literally in front, like uh, like, behind me. So, we walked to her house. And I'm like, you know what? if anything happens, I could just run. I don't know. I could, I could do something. And uh, I was confident in my abilities. I go into this lady's house, but we're walking um, like behind to get in and it's like all dark and uh, it's just like the grass has like splotches like it's just everything is like literally straight out of a horror film. I was like whatever, I'm gonna get inside. I need to charge my phone. So as soon as I get inside, the first thing I do is, like, plug in my phone, and it starts turning up, like, it literally starts, like, charging, and, like, it, like, opens. Literally after, like, two minutes, I was like, thank God. Like, at least God is on my side with this. Um, God, if we believe in it. (laughs) But, yeah. um, Basically, I end up turning back my phone, and she is boiling. Like, you know those old kettles? So it's just making that loud noise, like, (laughs) and I'm just like wow this this is creepy there's like um, a room there's two rooms and I guess there's a bathroom somewhere I don't know where I couldn't see it but there's two rooms on to my left and um, one room had a door that was open and it was like a flickering tv and you just hear like people talking on the tv I guess she left it on or something And, uh, yeah, it was just really creepy. It was literally, like, a horror film. Like, everything was kind of dark. And then she said to me, like, you know, you could stay here if you want. I'm like, ha, 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 ha." Uh, Like, I was thinking, like, definitely not. Like, I'm not going to stay at this lady's house. So I talked to my mom on the phone, finally. And she's like, where are you? I'm like, some lady helped me. I don't know where I am. I'm like, where did you send me to? My mom is trying not to laugh on the other end. Very hilarious. And I'm freaking out. I'm like, this is not funny. Like... And uh, she's like, you know what? Maybe you're just going to have to stay at this lady's house. And then at that moment, um, (laughs) I look to my left. I see this door. It's like halfway open. And there's a bed. And on top of the bed, there are a bunch of porcelain dolls with no heads, no arms and no legs. And it was crazy freaking creepy it was like all like this like dust over it and like you know like dirt and stuff and I was just like oh my god like no I am not staying here right now and I'm freaking out I'm like oh my god like what is going on right now and I'm like I literally end up switching to English because like obviously so lady doesn't understand me. And I'm like, I am not staying here right now. And my mom is just like, okay. And she's like, well, ask her if there's a motel or something. I'm like, is there a motel? And the lady's like, yeah, it's kind of far though. It really wasn't. It wasn't far at all. It was probably like a 10-minute walk or something. So I was just like, let's walk there. I'd rather walk like an hour than stay at this lady's house. I don't know. It's just 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 a little sneaking suspicion here. I don't know. So, um, trusting my gut and things, you know, um, I'm having a great rush though <laughs> during this time. I don't know what's wrong with me, but, um, even though I'm anxious, I'm like low key loving it. I don't know. Even the story, it's just a great story to tell to people. So I end up walking with this lady and, um, I go to the, to the motel. turns out it's like really expensive. And I was like, well, I guess, I guess I'll pay for it or whatever. Um, but then the lady called me, the lady that was supposed to pick me up, and she's just like, oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm late, like, um, I'm out, but my dad's gonna pick you up, and she's like, just walk back to where you were, and it's this guy, um, he's just, like, a big fat man, and I was like, okay, um, no, it wasn't the cowboy hat guy, like, that would have been really creepy, I would have been really freaked out about that, but, um. I literally only saw one person in the middle of the road. So I was just like, that's definitely him. And then he started um, basically like yelling at me in Portuguese. Well, people in Rio are very intense. So he wasn't, he wasn't doing it like, like bad. Like it was just, it was all with good intentions. He was like, what are you doing? Like he was worried basically. Um, He knows my mother too. You know, it was just like, it's, it's great. They used to drink together and stuff like that. Like her friend's dad and her used to drink together. And it was just great. But I was just like, I don't know, like I I was waiting here for like 30 minutes and you didn't show up. And he was just like, okay. whoa, he's like, oh, your Portuguese is really good. I'm like, thank you. And so I end up going into this guy's house and I'm waiting for um, the lady to show up. And we're talking and we're talking and he knows my grandma and they used to drink together. I think so. It was really interesting, really, really fun. And he's like, do you want a beer? And the funny thing is, I had been drinking so much. And I don't really drink that often and stuff. I don't really like the feeling of being drunk. But, um, well, in quarantine right now, I have been drinking quite a bit. But it's been actually quite a bit since I have not like, interesting. But, yeah, so... Literally, I'd been drinking for like two weeks since I arrived in Brazil, and I was thinking that I was going to take a break. But after all of those traumatic events, my stress levels were just so high up that I was like, yes, I need a drink. And um, yeah, it was just a freaking great experience. So that's one of my many travel stories that I'm going to tell you guys about. I have so many. I actually need to like be writing about these things because like literally I have such interesting travel stories And I hope that this quarantine ends soon, even though they say it's going to be about like 2021 or 22, which I'm not happy about. But um, hopefully I could travel again because I really want to travel. I really want to go around the world, you know, but I guess I'll have to wait a year or two to do that. So, yes, Um, let's see. Oh, I wanted to talk about interesting things. Um, First dates and why I don't like them, which I was gonna mention about in uh, the first bit, and this is gonna be really interesting. So, basically, um, first dates and why I don't like them. Uh, Because I like being comfortable with people. I like to get to that point where, you know, you can be yourself, you can say whatever you want, and nobody's gonna judge you. And um, when you're going on first dates, when you're meeting people for the first time, like I was kind of briefly explaining in the beginning, You have to kind of put up this guard, I guess, which lately I have been putting no filter. Actually, well, I haven't been going out at all and uh, there's just nobody in my life right now, but um, really interesting. (laughs) Actually, there may be one, but who knows? Um, Really, um, first dates, just kind of get me. Let me have another sip of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) ASMR. My coffee got a little bit cold, but whatever. So, yes, it's just like since I have no filter these days, I find that my energy is so intense and so out there and scattered that maybe people are going to have a hard time listening to this podcast too. Who knows? Um, But, yeah, it's just like I don't have a filter anymore. I don't have – literally, I just want to be able to kind of be myself and say what I want and do what I want. And I think I have so many – interesting passions and hobbies and uh stuff like that that sometimes it intimidates people too like just because I do so much humble brag here but yeah um I don't know so the thing is like that's just a brief kind of situation and little thing with that um I am a procrastinator I procrastinate the shit out of everything Um, which is why I'm, I'm curious to see how this podcast is going to go and if I'm going to be able to kind of complete all of this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's great. I love it. I mean, I end up getting shit done anyways, but there's some days where I'm just super motivated and, um, I've been studying a lot about hormones and stuff like that too, which interestingly do play a part on how we behave and how we think and, um, what goes through like a whole month a whole month with a woman and a whole month with a man, like, in their bodies, in our bodies. Um, We go through so much. We just don't realize it. We That's why we think differently, too. And then the planetary changements and all that stuff, we're going to be talking about so many of these things. I'm so excited. Hopefully, I could continue this. But yes, um, I also end up starting things and never end up finishing things. So we'll see how that goes eventually i will also want to have some breaks where i kind of do musical breaks still kind of trying to figure out how that's going to work if i'm going to be able to perform cover songs on here because i'm not sure but um i may be doing original songs which is going to be pretty cool because you guys are going to be hearing these things before anyone else but yeah um (laughs) so basically i have so many goals and plans and things but i hate routines And um, I hate kind of like just doing things over and over again. And if I don't feel the need to do it, I will not do it. But if I do feel the need to do it, I will give it my 100%. So that's the thing. I want to be able to give my 100% to you guys. And so if some like some weeks I, I missed the podcast, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just trying to give you guys my 100 percent authentic self and energy and things like that. So, yeah, and which is why I kind of wanted to record this in the morning, because in the morning I just have my coffee and it's quiet and then I can do whatever I want. But, yeah, who knows what's going to happen? um that's basically it guys i that's all i wanted to talk about in today's podcast i'm keeping it nice and short and nice for you guys like f- literally um, losing my train of thought my words but yeah so we're gonna be talking about more of a procrastination and all of these things next time uh, we'll see <laughs> thank you guys for listening and i will see you guys next time bye